Bonjour, hi, I'm Pascal Auclair. I hope this talk supports you in your practice. J'espère que cet enseignement vous sera aidant. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed. Vous pouvez me soutenir en cliquant sur le bouton sous ma photo. Your support is greatly appreciated. Merci. The task is uh, extremely simple in a way. Huh? It's just to notice. We don't have to explain, analyze, just feel. Extremely simple. A way to uh, exemplify this is uh, uh, if I ask you now to just feel your um, eyelids. Very, very light task. Huh? Shouldn't be exhausting. If I say, invite you to feel your fingers. Boop. Suddenly, awareness reveals the fingers, the sensations in the fingers. It's a very, very light task. Also, very precise. Very. Um, a concise uh, thing to do. We know exactly what to do, is to feel, or just now hearing. The effervescent nature of lawn mowing, or whatever is happening. The dynamic, alive nature of hearing. So very, very simple. And uh, the invitation also is uh, around the duration, the continuity. So establishing presence and maintaining presence. And that might require that you open your eyes here. This is an image that uh, Joseph Goldstein, uh, one of our teachers, uses. I bring it to every retreat because I feel it's very um, uh, useful. So we establish that kind of presence like this here. And then it falls. It goes. The presence is lost into opinions. Ah, ah. And then we try to... Can it be okay? Can it be experienced? You know? And then, like, oh, but what happened? It's gone now, the song. There's a comment. And then we just come back to the actual, direct, immediate experience. And then, oh, when I go home, I too have to lawn the moan, or moan the lawn, lawn, mow the lawn. <laughs> you know? And so, and then, oh, got entranced, fascinated, caught by th- thinking, you know. And then I come back. Oh, but I've never been able to laud the mo, mo- the lawn, <laughs> you know, something about self, you know, comparing. You know. 
I wish I was out there, I'm stuck in here. You know. And then we just establish simple. Uh, and we establish again and again. And it goes towards the past, the future, ideas, preferences. And we keep saying thank you. You know. And coming to something extremely simple, direct. Sometimes it's pleasant. Sometimes it's unpleasant. Sometimes it's extremely unpleasant. Sometimes it's neutral. This is maybe worse than unpleasant. It's neither pleasant nor unpleasant. It's just neutral in this way. And yet, I stay here developing the capacity to remain connected with reality in a stable way. Bringing interest to reality as it is. And in time, this effort of coming back, coming back, uh, if I uh, don't give up, understanding that the uh, primary cause or first cause of mindfulness is... Do you know what is the primary cause of mindfulness? What causes a moment of mindfulness, of presence? Yes, a prior moment of mindfulness. So when I'm being mindful here now, I'm actually training, creating the condition to be there in the next moment also. Yeah. And so with the not giving up, with the being attentive, so we're talking about a full presence that is very immediate. So I'm not talking about some kind of, I'm on retreat, practicing mindfulness in a general way. This is not a general practice. It's a very specific practice. It's here now. You follow what I, I mean? Because we could think, yeah, I'm, I'm walking. You know, more or less there. Almost there. <laughs> or, you know, like vaguely there. You know, there while also taking care of business. You know? <laughs> but I'm here, you know. And I'm reviewing my entire life or <laughs> the rest of it. Or, you know emitting opinions. And so we're invited today to become just a little bit more precise, not tight, not forceful, but I would say more generous, like not keeping some of the attention on something else. Being very generous, I'm offering full presence to lawn mowing vibrations, fully. And so we're exploring that, you know, and, and so we start again, start again, wake up again, uncover reality, which has been covered by our superficial attention, our compulsions, habits of mind, need, delight in thinking. <gasps> Somebody says to the Buddha, this is a sheer drop, this thing you're suggesting. I love my thoughts. And you're asking me to listen to a lawnmower. <laughs> This conversation happened 2,600 years ago. I, I delight in all my mind's associations. They're delightful, you know, and they're dramatic, and sometimes they're particularly intelligent and subtle, and they, they pick up on nuances, you know. I love them. I want to follow them all day. I don't want to follow the steps, you know. And we're saying, yes, honey, it's like a candy. 
You know, you like the candy. I know you like candies. But we're inviting you to drop the candy and maybe find the gold. But it's not there yet. You're in the liminal space. And I let go of the candy and I don't have the gold yet. What's that deal? You know, yes, this is that space, exactly. You know, yes, all your thoughts are fascinating. You know. And what's the experience here? We're trying something else. Of course it's going to come with some discomfort. It's going to come with maybe some loss of identity. If I'm not fixing something or describing something or telling the story of moi, you know, or having an opinion or emitting subtleties about things, you know, who am I? I don't want to feel that. Yes, go there. At least for a few moments here and there, you know. Try it. Get acquainted with that. And see in that field if there is uh, nothing or if there is maybe, maybe something will arise. Some kind of fullness that you didn't expect, you know. Something else that, uh, I don't know. So anyway, coming back to this, as I start over again, so I have to make this kind of effort come back here to wake up just waking up at some point there might be a turning of the ball where with the days and the hours and the moments after moments of uh, humbly waking up again starting again uh, with the practice of renunciation yes it's fascinating but I'm just going to feel what is here now and what is here now sometimes is you know, brokenness or hollowness or emptiness. I'm going to allow it to be felt a bit. At some point, uh, mindfulness becomes established. And so, maybe my thoughts will go, take me out, away. I'll be kidnapped for a second, but whoops! It'll, it'll become the default setting, the way to be. Yeah? And so... This uh, might have happened in the last couple of days. It might happen in the next couple of days at some point. Um, it's conditional. So we don't know if it's going to happen or not. But some of the conditions we can help by understanding what we're doing here. So we're being present from moment to moment. We're trying to maintain the presence. Even in the in-between times, and I see a lot of you doing this, we're doing this. And so connecting, connecting again in this form of the sitting, in the form of the walking, and in everything in between. Slowing down is a really good method. It's not the only way to be present, but it's a really uh, well-known technique, we could say. So slowing down a little bit. As I was saying, you know, if you... uh, It's easy for me at the uh, end of the sit to do like this, because... You know, it's habitual. But here the idea would be to do nothing in a habitual way. Not one move in a habitual way. So not flushing even the toilet in a habitual way. Knowing that the hand is pressing. Not even thinking in a habitual way. Knowing that thought is happening now. So we're getting a little more precise here. And we can, you know. 
And it's going to be messy. It's not going to be that orderly, you know. Uh, but still, this is what we're tending towards. Yeah. One way to talk about this is that we're balancing two kinds of qualities. So we have an equal part of calming energy. So the whole design is uh, helping for that, helping towards calm. And we're inviting calm in ourselves, pacifying of the mind, and the gathering of the mind instead of the scattering of the mind. You know, we gather around sounds, hearing, or breath, listening. So, you know, calming, gathering, making the mind stable. So it's not so reactive about everything. It just stays, stays with what is there. So calming energies and uh, calming qualities. Yeah, I'll use these words, it's better. Calming qualities and energizing qualities. We're bringing equal parts of calm and steadiness and staying power and equal parts of curiosity, interest. So it makes the mind alive. Because if we're just calm, you know, it becomes a stupid calm. We want intelligent calm. We want uh, sensitive um, engaged calm, a calmness that actually is awake, wakeful calm. And so we have to find this in ourselves, not, uh, not easy. This is the research, this is the practice. So what, what is it like to actually be stepping in a calm fashion while being uh, really there, feeling the landing or the lifting, the movement of the feet, I think the cardinal became a landmower person. <laughs> Changed job. <laughs> and so this is something we can check during, uh, during the day here of practice. The level of uh, calm and the level of uh, energy, intelligence, uh, something that makes things uh, vivid. These are the words that I find today to describe this. And we can invite sometimes, becoming interested in the balance of the two, we can readjust a little bit. Oh, very, very calm. But uh, there's a lack of brightness. It's a little dull in there. You know? So asking a question, what's, what's happening? What can be known? You know, is this an in-breath or an out-breath? Is there a pause after the in-breath or the out-breath? Like bringing a little curiosity in. What is the state of the mind? What are the qualities here now? Become interested. Is it reactive? Is it uh, discouraged? Is it attentive or not? The questions I ask, are leading to silence, to silent listening. It's not discursive. If in your meditation you have more than two sentences, subject-verb complement, 
you're not in meditation anymore. Okay? We'll set the rule like this to, to define if I'm meditating or not, you know. So if you have like this, that, a second sentence like this, you know you're, you're somewhere else. You know? So it's good to know that. Oh, how dare you. <laughs> it's possible that we will need to be accompanied today at some point so by compassion, tenderness. It might not be easy to be uh, in here in this body, in this heart, in this mind. So, it's always good to have some level of friendliness in there, of care, being a friend with this uh, being, trying to practice, practicing, you know. And I'll bring, I'll finish here with the wise view I was talking about yesterday. It could be good to uh, remember or see if we can see things through that particular lens, sorry, of um, things we're exploring human nature here. So it's a study of uh, phenomena. Yeah. So it's not so much describing me as much as it's describing the human heart, the human body, the human experience particular word in Pali is Dhamma Vichaya uh, investigation of phenomena and so that's a different lens usually I have the lens of me every time everything describes me I'm hearing uh, I'm feeling uh, agitated my agitation my you know intelligence my pleasure you know and here we're saying Let's see if we can put this down and try to put the other lens. Oh, hearing. Hearing is happening. Oh, pleasure is known. Oh, fear of the public domain is present. The phenomena of fear is there. Or obsession, or quietness, calm. Attention is present. It's a events happening in the universe. You know, and it is here. There is absence, presence. Yeah? Okay. Enough words. Don't try to do all this. <laughs> Just the eyelids. Just the tingling in the hands. At any time it gets too intense for you and your eyes are closed, open the eyes, look around. Space sometimes is helpful to see where you are, to see this reality. There's no threat here now. You know, the mind, uh, out of memory, uh, out of uh, fabrication, will create these things and they're very potent. 
But it, sometimes by opening the eyes we can realize it's actually fine here now. Fine here now. If there is a very strong emotion, often it will be located in the chest or throat area. You don't have to stay there, in the middle, in the vortex, at the epicenter of what is difficult. You might go to sounds. There's plenty of them right now. Opening the eyes. Noticing what else is happening. What else than the thing that is difficult is happening. You might be able to recognize something else, space around you. Bird singing. We don't have to create anything, we don't have to be deep in any way. Just noticing what is here. Seeing if we can allow what is here to be here and be known. Just in this moment. don't have to be with anything forever, just in this moment here. connection with the physical world, sense, could be the breath. Quality connection, stable, calm, interested, connection with hearing.
bringing interest to the inner qualities. How is it in there? It's the tonality, the texture in there. Is it charged? Or spacious or tight? Quiet? Heavy or light? Friendly in there, dull or bright or neutral. Don't have to change anything, just noticing it's like this inside.
Thank you. So this um, very delicate work we're doing, very delicate, of uh, paying attention moment to moment. Um, And uh, balancing the mind with these two kinds of qualities. So what I found uh, in my life is that... uh, Anytime I can bring these qualities together of interest and calm, it's uh, it's never not beneficial. There's not a situation that I'm in where it's not uh, it's not uh, the best way to be in that situation. You don't have to uh, believe this. Huh? And in the, in, the, in the teachings of the Dharma, we're not supposed to believe anything, but check check it out. And so, checking it out for myself, I discovered that in when there's something beautiful happening, it seems really, really helpful if I have a certain amount of calm and uh, a connection with what's happening. Because if I get excited, oh my God, it's all right, it's all right, you know? Like I'm probably going to miss some of what's happening, you know? Or if I fall into fear of, is it going to last, you know? Like if I can say, Pascal, feel it. It's actually happening now. It's beautiful, this encounter. Or this Really become intimate with this. Uh, experience of beauty. If there is uh, dis-ease of some kind, conflict, misunderstanding, uh, etc., I've seen that the best thing I can do is to bring some calm and some interest for what's happening that is difficult. It's going to create the conditions for a lot of qualities uh, to surface in my values of respect, of wanting to understand instead of uh, aggression or shutting down or things like this. So, in what's beautiful and what's hard, and uh, when there was not much happening, bringing uh, quality awareness, so a mixture of interest and calm, will allow me to discover more than what seems like there's nothing happening. But if I pay attention in this way, something will start to stand out. If I have to learn something, somebody's showing me something, if I bring some amount of calm inside myself, non-reactivity, non-panic, whatever you want to call it, and uh, engagement, I'm probably going to learn quicker than if I'm... uh, So that's why we're doing this here, so it's going to help us in any situation we go through. Our illness, the illness of a friend or a parent or a child, you know that quality of presence. So we're doing this here by uh, moment by moment, trying to bring this to any activity that we're doing. It's also, interestingly enough, the kind of mind that will uh, uh, gain insight. Insight arises in a mind that is both uh, calm and plugged in, tuned in to what's happening. Not in a discursive mind. It's not possible. That kind of understanding is not going to come from a discursive mind. It's going to come from a listening mind. And so that so we're exploring this, and it's very uneven. And so and we're not here to judge ourselves. Oh my God, I'm not doing it right. You know, I've had the chance to uh, sit sometimes on retreat with uh, my teachers, like uh, not them teaching but sitting on retreat and reporting to other teachers. 
that practice is messy. <laughs> so it's good to put it out there, you know. And so I haven't seen any, like, you know, impeccable practice from beginning to end. It's not like that. The practice, like the mindfulness comes and goes, but still we're tending in a direction of calming the mind and, and then the mind will gather for a little while, you know. could be a few seconds, a few minutes, a few hours, a few days. But still, you know, there will be the movements that you feel are felt by human beings, you know. So no, no need to judge, but also we don't want to be so loose that we're just following habits of mind. This is not what we're doing here. We're tending in the direction of this calming, sustaining presence. So it's an art to learn to do this so well, so it, we don't get exhausted or start hating ourselves or the practice. Yeah. A couple of announcements uh, here uh, for community life. So really important, we're getting more sensitive here, we're quieting down. And so, uh, prior to the retreat, in the emails that you got, if you took the mindful time to read them, you, wrote, you uh, read that there was things about uh, chemical sensitivity. So when we come in a large group like this, uh, chances are, and in this case it's true, that there are some people who have chemical sensitivity. It means that uh, fragrances, uh, perfumes... Will uh, might play with their um, uh, neurological well-being or uh, some of their system. It could be the breathing system. And so here we practice renunciation. We renounce fragrances. And so, um, and so you're invited to double-check your uh, the way you live here during the day. So you might not be aware, but you put some uh, antiperspirant or uh, some product in your hair and they might uh, be perfume you don't know because you've been using that lovely product for a few decades now. <laughs> so the smell has vanished. And so the renunciation would be to uh, actually, oh, I'm losing the privilege of not having to think about these things. This is the beautiful uh, losing of privilege. You know, I'm losing my privilege to include, to make somebody experience included and safe and so uh, you can uh, the products we offer here in the showers you can use there's conditioner for example you could decide to leave some in your hair if you if you uh, want you need to let go of your gel or hair product uh, so also it's not like we're uh, digging trenches here you know so so in teeth perspirant maybe you can live without it for a day you know and take a shower the next day. And uh, so we could play with that a bit. Oh, it's uncomfortable. I like to use my stuff. Oh, la, la. Oh, my God. Entering that field where we need compassion and stable mind and be able to not have what we want. Beautiful practice. Also in the email, we talked about uh, uh, nylon clothing that can be noisy. And so double-check that, you know, and see as a... Uh, because sometimes moving in the room here doesn't make noise, but sometimes it can because of the clothing we're wearing. So it's not police coming in, you know, it's not like, it's not fa- fascism, you know. 
It's uh, just uh, raising the level of awareness. So the breathing here that is taught is a natural breathing. It means sometimes it will be deep, sometimes shallow, mostly uneven, you know, uh, etc. There's some kinds of breathing that are taught in uh, pra- breathing practices, you know, prana- pranayama. And so, you know, long inhale, long inhale, and we might even make it uh, sound so we can actually feel it, you know. And uh, if you practice this in here, it'll be an irritant for people. They can work with it, uh, but we're invited to all work with this. So it means uh, if you notice that you're controlling your breath, uh, try, try to actually let it be uh, its own thing, you know. And uh, so see this, don't want to make anybody paranoid, that's like the fine line here of like uh, being together huh? it's uh, it's uh, it's tricky so it needs uh, it needs attention opening closing door if there's a latch you know i can close my door cling you know and i can today ah bring mindfulness offering uh, quietness to the space things like this the last uh, little note is about uh, note writing So note writing here, I think that most of us here will not write a note during the whole retreat. A few of us will write one note. There might be a couple of us who will write two notes. Could go up to three notes if there's something like that is being... uh, But mainly we're not going to write notes. So we don't want to replace the silent by, uh, you know, kind of a new email system, you know. And so if uh, you have gratitude for something that the teacher said or uh, something like this, feel the gratitude. Feel it. You know. um, notes are really for things that need to be addressed, for uh, uh, things to go uh, really well. Mostly we're practicing simplicity here. And so we're uh, learning how to be with things as they are. And again, middle path here between the extreme. You know, So you have to to see, like, so is this note uh, important, you know? How important is it right now? And see. And of course there is note. We, we made the system, so it's there. And so it's a delicate uh, thing to do. And it's good to say it now, because usually it starts to amplify. You know, if there's boredom, the number of lo- notes go up. You know, <laughs> oh, I wanted to tell you this, I'm questioning this, you know. And also some of the questions you have might get resolved from uh, inwardly, which there's nothing to replace that, you know, an answer coming from inside. Uh, Okay? So I feel today I'm going to leave thinking like, oh my God, I I was... uh, (laughs) What's the expression? uh, Anyway, I hope the instructions this morning and the... The announcements don't make the make us become rigid in some ways, you know, but more maybe more delicate, more attentive to the ways we're together and the ways we're practicing. Okay. Okay. Have a good one. Thank you for listening. 
To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.